Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Alongside Blues, former Blues, superstar defenseman Jamie Rivers, and Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Happy to be joined by the voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber. You'll hear him tonight, Blues versus Canucks, game number one, pregame at 8.30, puck drop at 9.30. All the action right here on 101 ESPN. Curbs, we appreciate the time, man. Let's start with this. The news of the day yesterday was Barbashev not going to be back for the first few games of this series. Sammy Blay looking unlikely for the first game of the series as well. In your opinion, who becomes more important? Who becomes more critical because of those pieces of news that we heard about yesterday? Well, I think, uh, Brandon, I, I think I think uh, what we've seen from Troy Brower so far becomes really important. I know you guys have touched on that a lot over the last couple of days. Um, I, I think the role of Zach Sanford, is critically important now for the St. Louis Blues. Um, Zach Sanford's, uh, you know, frankly, his play is the one that could dictate whether or not you can keep that balance, you know, on uh, on uh, with Thomas on the third line, you know. And then Mackenzie McEachern, I, I think he's the next guy to try. And he's got a little more experience than than Jordan Cairo. I think his speed to fill in on the fourth line uh, could be helpful for the St. Louis Blues, but he's going to have to be more responsible defensively. And, uh, and and we'll just have to see how it goes. So, obviously, it shifts everybody up when you're talking about a guy that was playing, you know, in, in the role that, that Sammy Blay was playing in, you know. But, um, but at the same time, I think they needed more consistency out of both him and Sanford. So, uh, th- there's opportunities now for one of these other guys to say, I want to play in the playoffs and don't take me out. Curbs, the Blues offense um, certainly wasn't at its finest during the round robin, but now, look, things have changed. The playoffs are now upon us. What's something, in your opinion, as you watch the games that, you know, the Blues could do just a little differently to maybe ignite some more offense out of the team? Well, I, I, I think they just have to get back to a five-man unit, Jamie. I, I, it, you know how hard it is for the defense to move the puck up if the forwards aren't coming down low enough to support on, on the breakouts and things like that. So I, I think we've seen, I don't think we've seen the offensive zone time we need. And I think part of that is because there's been so much separation between the, the defense and the forwards moving up the ice that the layers of support to get in there and sustain the four check aren't there. One guy's getting in, you know, but it's taken too long for the second and third guy to get in. Uh, you know, the F3, as they like to say, isn't getting high enough on, on some of those that, that they're just not getting the sustained time in the offensive zone. 
So I, I think it just comes down to structure and, and still and, and working harder within that structure, I believe. We're talking with Chris Kerber, the voice of the Blues here on 101 ESPN. Kerbs, one thing that we honed in on earlier today was the penalties that the Blues had in this round, Robin. They averaged five and a half per game throughout that, up from 3.2 per game in the regular season. How does a team like the Blues try to limit those moving forward in a series where now they're going up against a super athletic team in Vancouver? Well, they've got to skate and they've got to use their bodies. You know, we saw Sammy Blay take a penalty for slashing when the play for Sammy Blay is to lower his shoulders and go through a guy. So I, I think those are the two things. 17 penalties, and they did not take a penalty in the third period of the last game. So it was 17 penalties in essentially eight periods of hockey. And 10 of those were stick fouls, tripping, uh, you know, hooking, things along those, slashing, things along those lines. So to me, that's just not getting yourself positionally where you need to go. It's not moving your feet, and it's not working hard enough to be in the right position to defend. So I, I think that's a key. Now, we've already seen, even in the games we saw yesterday, we saw a lot more let go because I don't I mean, than even we saw in the round-robin tournaments. But the other thing the Blues are going to have to do is adjust to the way the game is called. I mean, if it's going to be ticky-tack like the first three games that we saw in the round-robin tournament were, then you just cannot take the chance, and you got to work extra hard, you know, to do that. So, that disciplines, as you guys know, is going to be really key in this series because I think the Blues' depth five-on-five five presents some real matchup problems for the Vancouver Canucks. It's going to put a strain on their goaltending if the Blues can get some cycles down low. The one equalizer could be giving this young Vancouver team time on the power play as they were only one-tenth of a percentage point behind the Blues in the regular season. I mean, Vancouver had the fourth-best power play in the National Hockey League through 71 games, so... Uh, I think if they can limit the amount of opportunities they give Vancouver on the power play, uh, it could really be a big swing in this series. Yeah, Curbs, so I want to stick with the power play here because the Blues had the third best power play in the NHL right before the pause happened. And since they've come back, it doesn't look to me like they've found their groove just yet, which, look, I get it. They've been away from each other for a while. It takes a lot of reps to get there. But Vladdy Tarasenko has been on the second unit throughout this round, Robin. How quickly do you think Craig Berube, if not already, makes a little bit of a switch to change that look and maybe ignite this power play? Well, that's a great question, Jamie, because I don't know. Like, to, to be honest with you, you had the you you had the, the one of the top power plays in the league without Vladimir Tarasenko on it. Okay, so again, it's going to come down to just moving the puck quicker and shooting the puck. I like him on that second unit. I like him where he is on that second unit. And, and the reason that I, I like him there is I actually think it's going to create some time and some, and some competition between these two units. I like Tarasenko and Pareko on the same power play unit. Now, for, for me, though, Jamie, I like Tarasenko on the other side. I like him on the right side. That way, you know, they're passing it back and forth to each other's forehands, which, which could allow them to get shots off quicker. I, I mean, Tarasenko passing across his body to get the puck across the body of Tarasenko on the left side is a bit of a head-scratcher to me, and they haven't figured that one out. But I, I love – I like those two on the same unit, but we'll have to wait and see. I, could, could it be sooner? We're, we'll talk to Craig Berube about 2 o'clock today and get his thoughts a little bit more on that, which I realize doesn't help us very much for this show. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but but I I think you got to give that other unit just a little bit of time to figure it out because they were so good in the regular season. 
Chris Kerber, the voice of the Blues, joining us on 101 ESPN. So, Kerbs, if it's not moving Vladdy to the top power play unit, do you think there's anything in particular that can be done by Baruby, whether it be a tinker? that We saw this so much last year in the postseason where it'd be small moves here and there that just seem to unlock something within the Blues game. Is there anything, in your opinion, that could be done to ignite an offense that's that's been sleeping, basically, for the first round robin that we've seen thus far? Yeah, you know what, I... Maybe this is too, you know, psychoanalytical, you know, hullabaloo for lack of a better way of putting it. But I just think they've got to pick up their intensity. Uh, really, they, they've got the skill. They've got the knowledge. They know the system. They know what they can do. These lines have been successful. You know, the, the difference is, is you're going up against some pretty revved up opponents, some of whom might not have been in the playoffs. And there was still a chance Vancouver could have missed the playoffs this year. You know, so... Uh, a lot of these other teams are playing like they just got a second lease on life, and, and, and it matters. So I, I really do think that before before you go to do too much twisting and tinkering, you know, while there might be one guy on one line or something you could do, you know, and I, and I think they'll definitely look at Robert Thomas moving up in the lineup if things start slow today. But, uh, but I, I really do think it's all in all just overall intensity level every single person on this team has to pick up. All right, Curbs, I'm going to focus a little bit on the matchup uh, tonight, and actually for this entire series, is how imperative is it for the Blues to stick to their game? And what I mean by that, and I know it's a broad statement, but as we look to tinker, as we've talked about, or ignite the offense, I think the Blues have to be very, very careful to not get into a wide-open game with this young Vancouver Canucks team that has a lot of firepower and a lot of speed. So in your opinion, what is the main thing or one of the main things the Blues can do to stay within their game and not get into a track meet with these guys? Well, uh, Jamie, I think kind of like what what we were just talking about, I think they have to uh, – I think each each individual person – and we talked to Jake Allen about this. Each individual person is going to have to – um, is, is going to have to do their job. And, and when each individual person focuses on the job that they are supposed to do in a given situation, that, that lends to the predictability, you know, that they can rely on. And that predictability gives you more confidence to just stay in your lane and do what you need to do. So I, I think if each individual guy, you know, picks up uh, a, a little more personal responsibility on the overall quality of play, you'll see that permeate throughout the lineup, you know, and then, and, and then, you know, the other big thing to me, Jamie, is that, like they're going to have to figure out that fourth line. Uh, they're they're going to have to figure out who, who plays the Barbashev role. There has been something about the makeup of this team that whether it's Barbashev or Sundquist, when one of those guys is out of the lineup, this team seems discombobulated. And it's a, it's kind of crazy when you think about That's it. That's right? kind of weird, isn't it, Curves? You know, considering all the skill, but, but, there's so much, but there's so much evidence of it. Which, you know, so uh, so I, I, that's, that, that's the other part. Is, is someone's going to have to pick up some of that, that physical battle that, uh, that Ivan Barbashev brought. Last question as we're talking with the voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber, here on 101 ESPN. Kerbs, what's going to be something in particular that you're going to be watching for early in this game tonight that will tell, will indicate to you that the Blues are back to playing their game again? Is there, is there something in particular that our listeners should be looking for? Yeah, to me, it's how much, how much puck control does this team sustain below the goal line? When they get it into the corners, do they work it out of the corner? Do they not just waste a shot? Craig Maruby doesn't want these guys wasting shots. But sustaining that time in the offensive zone is going to be critical. Look, their best defenseman is a young Quinn Hughes. He's five foot ten. All right? 
he's he's slimy, he's slippery, but but you can you can home hit, get him pinned into his zone. If the Blues can get the Canucks pinned into the zone, Tyler Myers will take some penalties on you. You know, a, a young guy like like Elias Pettersson doesn't want to play defense in his own zone. You know, as much as he wants to go the other direction for it. So to me, the one thing that you know they're on their game is if they get that puck below the goal line and they really start to work it and hem Vancouver in their own end. And then lastly, guys, don't let Don, don't don't let Antoine Roussel get get under your skin. He's going to be a pest. He's going to try and force you to take some penalties. Don't let him force you into it. He's Chris Kerber. You'll hear him tonight on the call. Blues versus Canucks, game number one. It is finally here. Pre-game starts at 8.30 with Alex Ferrario. Puck drop at 9.30 with Curbs and Joey. Curbs, we always appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today. Good luck with the call tonight. Have an awesome show, fellas. Talk to you tonight. You got it. That's Chris Kerber joining us here on 101 ESPN.